Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode number 70 of What The F Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Morgan, and today we're talking about something that I'm going through in real time, and that is learning to rebuild. Rebuild what you might be thinking, um, your life. <laughs> that is what I am doing, and that sounds really heavy, but it's the truth. I'm rebuilding my life, and the other day I had a friend over And we were working together on a project for work. And he was like, Taylor, you need to be talking about rebuilding. And it really hadn't dawned on me to be completely honest to talk about it because I'm such in the mindset of just, you know, make the change and fix it and make the plan and just do it that I haven't paused to think, well, maybe I should talk about this on the show. And when I think about it, I've had to rebuild my life so many times. Like I've had major moves, like physical moves across states, across the country. I've gotten a divorce after being married for eight years. I've had to rebuild after losing one of my best friends as an adult, a close relationship. That was very difficult. I've had to rebuild when I've made a career change, which is what I'm currently going through and closing a business. That's all the stuff I'm going through right now. Like there's so many times I've had to rebuild and it's not something that we all always talk about. We just kind of suck it up and do it and put our head down and fix it. But today I really want to shine a light on the season of rebuilding because it's something we all go through at one point or another. And I'm talking about like real rebuilding, you guys. Like there have been times like where I have been completely flat broke more than once in my life and have had to rebuild and then became financially thriving. So, you know, not just the money rebuilds, there's all the rebuilds, the career ones, the relationship ones, all of them. Okay. We're talking about all of them today. But I want to shine this light on it because it is such a sticky transition or season of our life. And Again, there's no shame in starting over and hitting refresh. Like if we have to refresh our phones, imagine how much more we need to refresh our own selves, our own lives at times. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And as I was self-reflecting on this, when my friend was like, you need to be talking about this on your show, I realized that there were four common themes common things, excuse me, that I do every time I need to rebuild. And that's what I want to share with you today, whether it's been when I rebuilt my life through my divorce or when it's been me rebuilding my life right now as I've closed a business and made a career change right now. I've gone through the four same stages every time as I've rebuilt. And I want to share that with you today. Now, I am no expert, but I think I've gone through a lot of change. And I hope that it wasn't all for nothing. I hope that all of that experience will help you too. And you can take away these four stages and apply them in your own life if you find yourself in that season of rebuilding. And if you are in that season of rebuilding, I just want you to know that you are not alone. We have all been there. I am currently there. And there is no shame in starting over and rebuilding your life. And any day is a great day to start over. You do not need permission for January 1 to make a fresh start. Any day of the year, you can do this. And Again, you are never alone. We have all been there. I'm currently there and I will be cheering you on. So let's go into today's show. Let's hit refresh or restart and start rebuilding our lives to the things that we truly dream of and so that we can be happy and whole and just abundant and living our best lives. Sound good? Let's go into the show. 
You're listening to What The F Podcast, where we believe in showing up for yourself and your dreams, even if you don't know what the F you're doing yet. Fake it till you make it is our style. Fashion designer and entrepreneur Taylor Morgan knows what it feels like to say, screw it, I'm doing this, despite the odds, which is exactly what she said when she started her fashion-forward activewear company, Cove, and this podcast. The truth is, we're all just figuring it out as we go, and that's absolutely fine. The important thing is showing up for yourself. Here, you'll get the pep talk you need to keep going. Learn how to truly believe in yourself and be inspired by other entrepreneurs and their amazing stories. If you're ready to stop wishing and start doing, this is your show. Consider your host, Taylor, your new BFF and your biggest fan. Now, here's your host, fashion designer, fresh flower addict, and dog lover, Taylor Morgan. Hey friends, I am so excited to announce that next Thursday, January 23rd at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, mark your calendars because I am going live with you on the Facebook page for What The F Podcast, and we are going to have so much fun diving into how we can all release resistance and attract abundance. This is a topic that has been on my mind a lot lately, and I am so excited to dive into it with you guys so that we can find release that resistance, the things that are blocking us from the things that we actually want. Now, I know that that can sound a little funny, like, Taylor, why would I block what I want? But the truth is, is we all can do it at times. And we are going to talk about it and make sure we don't do it anymore in this new year, 2020, this new decade. So come join me next Thursday, January 23rd. Again, that's at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, And we will learn together how to release our resistance and attract all of the abundance. Can't wait to see you there. Okay, really quick before I dive into today's episode, if you have not done so and have a quick minute, can you pause right here and go into iTunes and leave a review for this show? It would mean the world to me. Your reviews help the show get seen by more people and ultimately help more people know that they can do anything that they put their mind to. And that is the mission of What The F Podcast is to help people believe in themselves even when they feel like they don't know what the F they're doing. So if you have a quick minute, pause right here, go into your iTunes app and leave a review. It would mean the world to me. And also be sure to say, hi to me on Instagram, either at Taylor Morgan Design on my personal or at What The F Podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here and listening. Rebuilding. It is so much fun, you guys. And I do want to start by pointing out that this is a really positive thing. Whenever we are rebuilding, we are actually reaching for something even better than what we've experienced in the past. So let's start this off on a positive note and not be so weighed down by this big idea of this big movement to rebuild and refigure out our lives. This is actually a very exciting thing. And with it can come anything, like anything is possible. And so just approach the rebuild from that place. But I also want to reiterate that if you are in this season of rebuilding, like I am, please just know that you are not alone. I said this in the intro, but there is no shame in rebuilding. Like if you 
of just totally messed things up and you feel like everything's a mess in your life, there's nothing that you can't fix. There's nothing that you can't start over and make better. And every single day is a new day and a new opportunity for us to start again. And this is truly my year of rebuilding. Right now, I am closing my activewear company that I've done for over five years. And I am owning that I'm just going to be this influencer and do this podcast and my website, taylormorgan.us. And it's scary and different for me, but I'm here and I'm rebuilding and there's a lot of messiness to it and a lot of me feeling really vulnerable, but I'm here and I'm doing it. So just know that we're all going through it at one point or another in our lives and you can just start new at any point. And like I said, I'm doing it with my career. Not only am I doing it with my career, but this is also the year too where I'm really making plans um, to get out of debt. I've talked about it in the past, but I really want to pay off all of my student loans and I want to do it before I get married at the end of this year in 2020. And to do that, I'm just getting very clear about one, what I want and two, making an action plan and having step-by-step plan in place and not being scared of it or avoiding it. And I'm just rebuilding. I'm starting over and I'm saying I can get my finances squared away. I can get out of debt. I can start, you know, this new career at 31, almost 32, and I can do this. Now, while rebuilding is very exciting, like I was talking about just a second ago, there is the other side of it, the darker side, where if we're not careful, we can beat ourselves up. And I know I have been guilty of this recently where I will beat myself up for being like, how could I have not made my active or business work? Or, you know, I'm such a failure. I had all these things and I should have been able to figure this out or do this right. And you just, you beat yourself up and you can feel bad when you've failed at something or when you have gone into debt or whatever the situation is, we all have different situations. But regardless of what your situation is, I just want to point out that the very fact that you are rebuilding is proof you're out there in life showing up, that you're out there putting yourself out and trying things. And that, my friend, is something to commend. At least you're trying something. At least I'm trying something. At least we have something that's messy that we have to fix. Our mess is proof that we are trying. And I would much rather be known as someone who tries rather than someone who sits on the sideline and doesn't even step in. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, let's celebrate that we're even in a situation to rebuild because to me, that is proof that you're trying. And That reminds me of this time I was listening to a TED Talk by Brene Brown, and you guys might be familiar with Brene Brown. She's incredible. Um, Go listen to her TED Talk if you haven't yet. I'll link to it in the show notes. But she talks about this quote that she heard from Teddy Roosevelt that changed her life. And I'm going to share the quote with you here. This is from Teddy Roosevelt, and this was in the early 1900s. And he says, it's not the critic who counts. It's not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done it better. The credit belongs to the person who's actually in the arena, whose face is marred with blood and sweat and dust, who at the best in the end knows the triumph of high achievement and who at worst, if he fails, he fails daring greatly. 
I am very impressed I got through reading that without tearing up because it just hits home for me that even though I have failed at things I've gone after and tried, at least I'm in the effing arena. At least I have blood and sweat and tears on me proving that I'm trying. And I know that you can probably relate to that because the very fact that you're even listening to this podcast or any podcast or reading any self-development book or business book, that shows that you're in the arena. That shows that you are striving to learn more and be more and do more. And that's incredible. And if you haven't heard it lately, you are amazing. You're amazing for showing up and daring to believe in something better for yourself and your life. And I'm proud of you, truly. Even though we probably have not met in person, I am proud of you for believing in yourself and showing up. So I had to share that quote with you before I get into the four stages of rebuilding. I just love that. Again, that's by Teddy Roosevelt. I will put it in the show notes and I will link to that TED Talk where Brene Brown goes on to talk about it. I will say um, in the TED Talk, Brene says um, something along the lines how she, she was talking about this story where someone had criticized her work and she had read that quote and then she decided that unless you are in the arena, she, like she will not take your criticism. Like she only wants to hear from people who are in there trying. And I'm not saying it as well as she says it. You have to go listen to her talk. She's she shared the story many times. I'm sure even outside of the TED Talk. Um, I think she even has a special on Netflix. That's really good too. Anyways, I will link to all those things in the show notes. But the point is, is that you and me, my friend, are in the effing arena and that counts for something. So do not beat yourself up if you need to rebuild your life because we are freaking trying and that's a lot more than some people can say. So let's just, you know, give ourselves a little pat on the back. (laughs) Now, as I mentioned in the intro, this episode was inspired by my friend and photographer, Mario. And he was here the other day in my home office shooting content for me. And we were talking about the show and my brand a lot. And we were planning how I want my photos to match my messaging in the new year. And um, as we were discussing everything from the show to like the upcoming blog that I'm going to be starting on the website and the digital course on the power of mindset that I'm building for you guys, Mario was like, Taylor, you have got to talk about rebuilding because it's what you're going through in real time and it's so relatable. <clears throat> and like I said in the intro, like I honestly forget to talk about the rebuilding side sometimes because I'm so focused on actually carrying out my own rebuild that I forget that there's a message and a story in it. And there's so much beauty in rebuilding. And that's really what I want us to focus on here today. So that's what we're going to be talking about is how to rebuild in your life, how to start over. Um, And again, if I haven't said it enough, just know that you're not alone because I know that as I've gone through this season of rebuilding, I have felt very alone at times and been like, oh my gosh, Taylor, you're almost 32. Like, get your shiz, I'm not going to curse, together. (laughs) Like, come on. And that's not the right attitude to have. Like we have to give ourselves grace. We have to let go of timelines. There's no such thing. Um, everyone's on their own journey. We cannot compare. But I just, I just wanted you to know that. Like we've, 
We've all been there and you're not alone. I have been flat broke twice in my life and have had to rebuild a life that was financially thriving. And it's not always easy, but there is actually strength in focusing on how to rebuild our life. If you have a business or you know someone who does, you probably know that small business owners wear a lot of hats. And some of those hats are totally great, but some like filing taxes and running payroll, for example, not so great. That's where Gusto comes in. Gusto makes payroll, taxes, and HR actually easy for small businesses. Fast, simple payroll processing, benefits, and simple management tools all in one place. And running your payroll with Gusto takes only 11 minutes on average. Gusto automatically pays and files your federal, state, and local taxes so you don't have to worry about it. Plus, they make it easy to add on health benefits and even 401ks for your team. Those old school clunky payroll providers just weren't built for the way modern small businesses work, but Gusto is. So let them wear one of your many hats. You have better things to do. Gusto is offering you, my listener, three months free when you run your first payroll. Try a demo and see for yourself at gusto.com slash what the F. That's gusto, G-U-S-T-O dot com slash what the F, W-H-A-T-T-H-E-E-F-F and get your trial for three months free. Do you remember when you started your small business? It was no small feat. It took a lot of late nights, early mornings, and the occasional all-nighter. Bottom line, you've been insanely busy ever since. So why not make things a little easier? Well, our friends at FreshBooks have the solution. FreshBooks invoicing and accounting software is designed specifically for small business owners. It's simple, intuitive, and keeps you more organized than a dusty shoebox filled with crumpled receipts. Create and send professional-looking invoices in 30 seconds and then get them paid two times faster with automated online payments. File expenses even quicker and keep them perfectly organized for tax time. And the best part? FreshBooks grows alongside your business, so you'll always have the tools you need when you need them without ever having to learn the ins and outs of accounting. Join the 24 million people who've used FreshBooks. Try it free for 30 days, no catch and no credit card required. Go to freshbooks.com slash what the F and enter what the F and the how did you hear about a section to get started. Again, go to freshbooks.com slash what the F that's W-H-A-T T-H-E-E-F-F and enter what the F and the how did you hear about a section to get started. As I said earlier, as I reflected on the many rebuilds I've done in my life, there have been four um, common stages I've gone through each time I've had to rebuild and each one is equally important. So let's dive into them now. So here we go. Four stages to rebuilding. Number one is grief. Now, this stage can get overlooked or ignored the most, and I'm most certainly guilty of that. But I actually think that this stage, the stage of grief, is the most important to work through so that we don't carry emotional baggage um, or unwanted patterns with us as we move forward. It's really important that we allow ourselves to grieve um, the reason why we need to rebuild. You know, we need to self-reflect and journal and do energy clearing or see a therapist, whatever works for you. The important thing here with this step is just to make sure that you allow yourself to feel and honor all your emotions around it. I know for me recently, as I've been closing my um, activewear business, I've had a really hard time 
giving myself the proper space to grieve it. Now, this is something I'm just now talking about here with you guys, but I've been going through this whole process of closing this business for about six months now. So it's been, you know, in the works for a while. And I know that there were days in this whole process where I just felt like no one around me was pausing or blinking even to be like, are you okay? You know, and not that that's really any one of my life's faults because not a lot of people knew about it, um, especially till recently. But there were times where I just felt like people weren't giving me the space to just like cry. But the truth is, is it was me not giving me the space to cry and not giving myself just like the mental health days I needed to just be sad and let it let me feel those feelings and i think i underestimated what was going on and i was just such in a fix it mode that i really didn't let myself grieve all the parts of what this meant and it's been the hardest thing i have done to date in my life like the hardest harder than a divorce or anything and i know that sounds heavy but it's true and i think the reason is is it's because this business is something that i birthed like it's my baby and it wasn't even just the the, the sadness of losing that baby but like all of the other stuff that came with it and the technical side of closing a business and the weight of that. And it's been very, very heavy. And so what I'm trying to get at is I was not good at giving myself the proper space to grieve and I needed to grieve better. And I probably needed to talk with more people. I called, you know, my therapist or my energy clearer here and there, but I needed more support than I even gave myself. And so make sure you don't do what I did. Make sure you give yourself that space to grieve whatever reason it is you need to rebuild whatever thing it is in your life. This doesn't just apply to a business. This can apply to any situation you're going in going through in your life that you need to rebuild. So just give yourself that space to feel your feelings, however it works for you, and grieve it. Let it be. So step number two after you've grieved is acceptance. Accept that you're rebuilding. Be okay with it. I think this is a huge part is just not judging yourself that you're in a position where you need to rebuild your life and just be okay with it and and get excited about what's to come and recognize you're rebuilding to something even better than you had before. And that's exciting. And that's something I've thought about as I've been going through this with my own business right now is I know that whatever comes next for me is going to be even better than my very best I've ever experienced in my life because that's how life works. We only go up. And that makes me so excited. So just know that anything wonderful can happen and sit in that energy and be excited by that. And when you feel yourself slipping back into feeling sad about what has been and what's lost now or done, just redirect that to, but something better is coming and get excited about what that could be and let yourself daydream about what that can be. And just let go of the judgment. There's 
no timelines that we have to be meeting. There's no nothing. Like we don't need to play the comparison game with anyone else. This is our life. This is where we're at. And we can choose again today. I choose to rebuild. I choose to return to love and move forward. And I think that's a really important thing is just choose love as cheesy as that might sound. Because when you choose love, you're choosing to be in this moment. You're choosing to know that you are love. You're choosing to give yourself grace. And that's where the acceptance can really sit sit, and then you can move forward. So step two, acceptance. From there, moving on to step number three, get organized. I love this step. If you guys know me, you know I love to be organized. And after you've grieved and you've accepted where you're at, it's time to get organized. Clean up what you need to. And that might be a physical cleanup, like you might need to actually clean your space or it might just be your mind that needs to get organized. Whatever you have to do to get organized, do it. This is your time. If you're closing a business like me, you have to do a lot of tasks. Like you have to, you know, talk with your accountant and your lawyer and close the bank accounts and do all the like legal things. Like there's that whole side of it. So get organized with all the logistics, all the physical space, like all the things. Like this is your time to like deep clean your life. And it's one of my favorite steps because you will feel through this step, like you are taking your power back. You're taking your life back because you are just getting rid of the mess and you're making that mess as best as possible so that you can move forward. This is a time in this step to create new systems for yourself to be organized. Maybe ask yourself, how can I do things differently this time? Or how can I do things better this time? And go from there. Um, Go back and listen to episode 68 that was right before the holidays with Francesca Phillips on time owning. If you want tips on how to own your time and get organized, you'll feel so inspired. Like it's not just the time owning part, but she gives so many tips for how we can be organized and have these plans to go forward. So go back and listen to episode 68. I will link to it on the show notes on taylormorgan.us where you can listen to this podcast and all the other podcasts and get show notes. So go there. Now, our last and final stage for rebuilding is stage number four, and that's make a plan. Oh my gosh, I could preach forevermore on planning for your life and for your business. Because let me tell you, this is where I've made my biggest mistakes in business is not planning enough. What I would do in my business I just closed is I would just hop from project to project. Like let's do this photo shoot and then this trade show and this, and just, it was very like almost not completely by the seat of my pants, but just like very just, you know, only seeing like a few months down the road, right? But that does not set you up for success. We have to know our battle board as Brendan Bouchard teaches. We have to know our plan. So what we need to do is make a plan. And to do that, you've got to start with your five or 10-year goals and work backwards. Now, do not let this overwhelm you. In fact, that episode I mentioned a second ago, episode 68 with Francesca Phillips, talks all about this, about owning your time, about making that action plan. And she actually tells us how to do it. It's 
such a good episode. I cannot stress it to you enough to go and listen to that episode if you want help on making a plan and owning your time. But basically, we have to start with like the five or 10 years out. I like to start with the five and work backwards. This is the first year I'm finally mapping out my entire year of 2020. I did it with the help of Francesca. And it's been so incredible because I feel confident in what I'm doing. I know that what I am doing is going to help me reach my end goal. And I'm not guessing anymore. I've taken the guesswork out of it. And this step, this planning just gives you that confidence. It gives you that excitement to show up every day because you know what you're doing is going to work. And sure, you might have to pivot and change the plan as you go along, but you've got the big things in place. And that is what is important. And that is the biggest place I've made my mistake in the past is not planning enough. So when it comes to rebuilding, make sure you make a plan. And if you haven't yet, I've I've shared this a lot on Instagram. You can follow me at what the F podcast or at Taylor Morgan Design. And I share a lot of the actual battle boards that I've made. They're actual big whiteboards. I'm staring at them right now. I have three of them. They're huge. And I have one for all the podcast episodes for the year. I have one for the digital course I'm building for you guys through the podcast, um, all about like mindset and priming your mind for success. And that's coming out in February and March. And so I'm really excited about that. So I have like the entire year of like, I'm releasing the digital course twice. I have it completely planned out of when that's dropping throughout the year. And then I have a third whiteboard for my wedding for actual wedding planning. And I know that things are going to move and shift, but I have a focus. I have a plan in place and I know better where I'm going because I know my goalposts, not just for this year, but from five years from now. And so I really encourage you to make a plan. And I've even done this too with a plan for getting out of debt. And I have to be very... Um, aggressive, I guess I should say, for what my monthly payments are going to be between now and my wedding, if that's my goal. But I'm doing it and I have a plan in place. And I, when I make that plan and I see what the number is monthly for what I'd have to pay to pay off all my student loans before I get married, it makes me feel like actually this is doable and it's not this big, scary number. Now I've made it bite sized And that's what planning does is it makes it feel very doable because I think sometimes we think so big to like what our ultimate goals are that we never take action because the space between where we are today and like the ultimate goal, like I'm talking like all the bells and whistles, everything you could ever dream of goal, that space between the biggest goal of your life and where you are today can feel so big that we never take action. But what I'm telling you to do is when we make these plans and we actually map out month by month what our year looks like and know exactly where we're going to be and what we're doing, then you actually like, oh, I can do this. And if I just show up like this this week, then I'm a little bit closer. And if I do this this month, then I'm a little bit closer rather than just winging it. So basically to sum it up, I'm no longer winging it. And this really helps with rebuilding. So this is probably my favorite step right now is because I'm all about the planning and I never used to be like this. Like I've always been organized, but I never had like the big picture. And then what's nice too, is when you write it down, especially on these whiteboards and you look at it every single day, like you will not get off track. So that's my advice for step four for rebuilding is make that plan. Now, real quick, let's just recap what the four phases of rebuilding are. So 
Phase number one is grief. Number two, acceptance. Number three, get organized. And number four, make a plan. Now, no matter what you're going through in life, you can always rebuild. We are humans. We will make mistakes. We will fall short, but it's okay because we are trying. And I want to read that quote from Teddy Roosevelt one more time because it is just that good. It's not the critic who counts. It's not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done it better. The credit belongs to the person who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred with blood and sweat and dust, who at the best in the end knows the triumph of high achievement and who at worst, if he fails, he fails daring greatly. Keep daring greatly, my friends. You can do anything. You can rebuild anything. I'm so proud of you. And until next time, dwell in possibility. Thanks for listening to What The F Podcast. We would love to hear from you. Please take a second to leave a review in iTunes and let us know how you like the show. For more episodes, be sure to subscribe. For show notes for today's episode, visit our website at whatthefpodcast.com. If you'd like to suggest a topic for an upcoming show, reach out to us on Instagram at whatthefpodcast. Thanks for listening, and until next time, dwell in possibility, friends. And remember, anything is possible.